0: Running a brokerage is hard work, so whether you're focused on building your own sales pipeline, hiring the best agents, leveling up your team's production, or protecting the culture you've built, you're in the right place. Real estate brings the challenges, and we share the solution. Welcome to the show dedicated to broker entrepreneurs. Welcome to the Brokerpreneur Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Brokerpreneur Podcast. I'm Dr. Ben Spears, the doctor of flow. I'm here with the big guy as usual, Matt Vi. Matt, how's it going? What's up, Doc? Not much. <laughs> I'm here. I'm in like another dimension. I see that. Right, where there's just where there's just our podcast logo floating around. You, you remember, like you remember when, when we were little kids and when I was a little kid, right, and you were an adult and they had those things you put over your head and it looked like you had an arrow sticking through your head? That's yeah. kind of how I feel right here. Yeah. I feel like that with the logo. Yeah. It is what it is. For those of you who are listening to this, you don't have any idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> so let's go ahead and bring on our guest today. It's a special topic. We're talking about marketing. We are. We have Lisa Munjack, president of Munjack Marketing, and she's just going to come in here and just drop a bunch of marketing truth on us. We're going to sit back. We're going to have our hands behind her and uh, and let her just tell us how do we get our message out to the world. Lisa, how you doing?
1: I'm
0: doing well. How are you guys? Fantastic. spectacular. We, we like to start every one of our conversations with how'd you get into to what you do and that kind of thing. What's your background? But before we do that, I always like to remind all of our listeners, wherever they're following, make sure that they that listen, that subscribe button or that follow button, whether they're listening on a podcast platform or watching us on YouTube, we would absolutely love that. And don't forget that we have Brokerpreneur Not-So-Secret Society coming every single Friday at 12. We'd love to see you there. There'll be a link in the description for all of this below. So check that out. Lisa, where are you? And then I'm going to make a guess that you were, let's say, I usually do this. Let's, let's say that you were playing with a Santa Claus ornament one day and you were like three years old and you're like, man, this Santa Claus is so cool. I think I really want to devote my life to marketing. Did I nail that or is it a little bit different? How did you get into marketing?
1: So yeah, not quite how it went, but okay. So where the heck am I? I'm in New Jersey, probably not the number one tourist spot in the country. One of those places you come to if you have family. So I'm in Verona, New Jersey, pretty close to the city and close to the city because the bulk of my career was spent commuting in and out and in and out of the city. So I started off as a copywriter at a big book publishing company and then did the bulk of my career at the New York Post, heading up the promotions department and running the creative services team. So that was quite the experience and lots of fun.
2: I
0: bet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. We That's could spend a... an
1: hour just me telling stories about that. <laughs>
0: <Awesome>. <laughs> I don't doubt it. That's a heck of a resume for sure. So you've been doing Munjack marketing for what? Like around 10 years? Is that what you said?
1: Years. Yeah, it's been a decade. Yeah, and it's evolved a bit, but. I thought, going back to the how it started, I thought I was going to be a copywriter in an ad agency. That was mm-hmm. the dream, martinis at lunch and <laughs> out big ideas, and that's how I saw it. And then uh, it ended up, I got exposed to marketing at my second job, which I didn't even mention. It was one of those in-between jobs. <laughs> so I headed up a marketing team, and then I realized I really liked the creativity of it. I still got to do the writing, which is really, if you're in the flow, when I'm writing, yeah. putting together a strategy, I love this idea that there are so many different options and it's not cookie cutter. There's no right. boilerplate really with marketing. There's so many options and it's changing all the time. And that really appeals to me because it's finding that right mix that's right for the client. And even though that mix might be right one month, the next month, it might be completely different. Oh, I really love that I have this genuine curiosity for learning new things. and with marketing, there's always something new to learn. And with each client, it's a totally different puzzle.
0: Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, and especially right now, there's so much new to learn. yeah more more than ever. It's every single week something is being dropped that just a new piece of tech that market that marketing companies, marketing agencies, whatever people want to call them. Yeah. Uh, that they're able to use to just bring that much more value to, to their clients.
1: Yeah. And look, everybody was mentioning TikTok a while back. It was like, I should do TikTok. And I'm like, should, yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about <laughs> that. <laughs> it's not right for everybody. And now the whole thing is coming up with different states banning TikTok, you know? So I don't get asked as much, but who would have thought a year ago that TikTok would be banned <laughs> in some areas? Yep. And that's where the conversation starts. Like, all right, let's talk about that. You're interested in TikTok. Let's talk about who is your ideal customer. And yeah. then what, what? how are you on camera also? If we determine, eh, I'm not quite sure, it might be a good fit. How are you on camera? You've got to have a little bit of playfulness. And if you're not super comfortable on camera, then it might not be for you.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The Matt and I, we started this as a podcast because it was like, okay, we're probably not too great on camera. <laughs> right this this is what we look like guys it's all that's what we look like but then we slowly understood now we have to go video that that's wherever that's where everything's going yeah so when we talk a lot with our clients of course about marketing we of course bring up kind of like the marketing 101 of awareness consideration decision right taking them through a path especially Mm -hmm. with their recruiting Mm -hmm. so I've got a two-part question here my first part is uh, what is your philosophy? It could be something completely different than that on marketing. And then I'm going to ask Matt how that all plays into brokers and their recruiting.
1: So what I'm going to say is like what, so we're all doing a lot of these networking, virtual networking meetings and in Mm -hmm. person, especially with COVID. So we can control the conversation. What I want to do with marketing is help control what people are saying about you when you're not in the room. And that's the bulk of the time. And we all have competitors. I have not met one business owner <laughs> that doesn't have a competitor. Right. So yeah. we want to try to control, like, what are people saying about you when you're not in the room? And then how do you differentiate yourself and your company from the competitors? And that's done in a variety of ways through tone, through consistency, is everything on brand? There's a lot of considerations.
2: Yeah, it makes yeah, sense. I love that. And so I, we talk a lot about the difference between marketing and promotion. And your definition of marketing, what you were just saying, makes so much sense and fits directly into that. And because promotion really has to do with you pushing it, you making it happen, you getting in front of people, you being consistent in everything in a certain way, especially a one-on-one, if at all possible sometimes. But what you're saying with marketing is what are people saying when you're not in the room and building a really strong message around that? I think that's hugely important, especially when it comes to recruiting. That's super important to make sure that the broker is putting a message out there that's allowing people to feel comfortable when the time comes that they do want to make a change in real estate, when they want them to feel as comfortable as possible. And the only way that can happen is when you're not in the room, (laughs) if they have an opinion, right? And you're building that and you're building that along the way. I, Lisa, I absolutely, absolutely love that. Ben, you were going to say something, didn't mean to cut you off there.
0: No, I was just going to intro into part two. I was like, Matt, You know, what are your thoughts on that when it comes to (laughs) brokers and you just took it and I'm completely (laughs) fine with that. I have no issues whatsoever. Yeah, I I love that. I love that philosophy because it is, it's so important. There's only so much FaceTime that you get for you to be able to say, hey, I'm the best and I'm the greatest and come join my brokerage and you'll love my tools and my systems and I have the best personality ever and whatever. The majority of that time, spam, the majority is other people saying, well, I, I met with this broker and everything seems sunshine and rainbows. Yep. What do you know about him or her? Or or I'm looking, maybe I haven't met with that person. <clears throat> I'm looking to maybe switch brokerages. Yep. Who do you know? And yeah, and so that's so important. Let's talk a little bit more about that.
1: What you're going to do is you're going to hear about somebody, whether it's somebody recommending and saying, oh, this is the best person. And you're like, all right. You're not going to most likely take their word for it. You're going to check them out. You're going to Google them. And then you're going to be taken to their social media pages because often social media is coming up even before your website. And then you're going to look at the website. You want to make sure that you're putting your best foot forward on both of those. So I, it's horrible to say, but I think we all are pretty quick to judge based on if you look at Absolutely. something and It's kind of crappy website or... <clears throat> whatever, the typeface is a little odd or whatever it is, or it's outdated. We're going to maybe go to another person because we're judging that person. It's almost like you look at somebody's website and it's bad. They've got spinach between their teeth and you're like, <laughs> I don't know. I shouldn't judge. <laughs> I'm sure they're great, but. They that's spinach. <laughs>
0: <didn't, yeah>. There's <laughs> spinach in their teeth.
1: Yeah. yeah, They didn't pay attention to the details. And yeah. then the other thing is that that's great if you're posting on social and your website is fantastic. But you've got to make sure that everything that you're doing has using your keywords and phrases. So often one of the first things we do after we define the ideal customer, we create this avatar in our head, we can see who your customer is. That's going to open up into the colors and the fonts and all that. And then the next step is key <clears throat> phrases. So we're going to search for When I'm Googling for things, I do these very disjointed Google. I'm sure you guys do too, right? You're searching for anything like shirt, Hawaiian, (laughs) summer, whatever. And then you've got to keep in mind, what are those words and phrases that people are using? And then you want to make sure that those are used in everything that you're doing. Every bit of social media, your bio, your website, Google business profile, one of the most important things out there, make sure that you have a Google business profile and that you are posting at least weekly on there. If you have an event, post the event. Google loves it and it pushes you up in the rankings.
0: Yeah, I absolutely love that. You know, we've got some events that we're working on, so I'll just come pick your brain sometime.
1: Yeah, you got it. I am happy <laughs> to help. I love talking marketing. <laughs> yes.
0: yeah, 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 you and me both. Every marketer that I've ever met has some sort of, We'll say other marketer that they just love. And there's, these, there's just an influence that comes to maybe from a book or from a podcast that they listen to or a YouTube channel, let's say, or just with you, maybe your resume is lengthy. Could just be somebody that you worked with. I would love to know what are your favorite marketing books or who influences you as a marketing professional yep. to, to have the philosophy that you have?
1: Of course, I'm blanking on the one book that I loved, but Gary V is somebody that I check out. I'm sure everybody mentions him. And then there were two amazing people that were VPs of marketing at the New York Post when I worked there. And they were inspirational, not only with marketing, and and there's still one of them's in my head. Whenever I write something, I say, make it active. You know, certain people are in your head and I'm like writing something and I hear him say something and I'm like, oh yeah. Okay. And also the way to treat people. So whether they work with you, or you work for them, or with them, whether they're clients or employees, it's all about treating people. So yeah, it's not only the marketing knowledge that they gave me, but also just the way to be an effective leader.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I love that. And yeah. uh, I have I don't know maybe every marketing book ever written.
1: Oh, but, wow. okay.
0: and and okay, and I your have, favorites. And maybe sometime this podcast is about you, but just like you, I have people that I can't get out of my, that I say, I can't get out that are stuck in my head. Yep. Like Matt, I can't get Matt's voice out of my head.
2: Oh, I'm
0: sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, he's my best friend. It's all right. So let's just take this straight into a broker view, right? Mm-hmm. We have some really good background. We have some influence and some philosophy. Let's say I was a broker. I'm a real estate broker and I owned a brokerage and I had, I don't know, 25 agents. And I said, I really want to go grow in a market. And I came to you, I came to Munjack Marketing. Yep. What would, happen? What, what would happen? What would that look like? What conversations would you have? What would you recommend that I do as a broker to maybe attract some more agents to my brokerage?
1: So it's a really good question because this is more like a B2B play in a way. Yep. So... I always see B2B as a longer term play. It's not a flash sale. (laughs) It's not. For sure. So this is really making sure that you're very clear on who you are and who your brokerage is. So you're developing a personality. Are you fun? Are you casual? Are you balanced? Are you super polished, sophisticated, like really understanding, creating an avatar for your brokerage? Yep. And then positioning yourself, yourself meaning your brokerage as a, an authority or an expert in the field. So you wanna make sure that you're consistently posting blogs
0: Hey, Dr. Ben here. I hope you're enjoying this episode. If sometimes you feel overloaded or alone when it comes to building your brokerage, I want you to know that we're here for you. There's so much support available to agents, but hardly any dedicated to brokers. I want to personally invite you to schedule a complimentary strategy call where Matt will help you build a three-step profitability plan that will immediately produce results. This is not a sales pitch. There's no obligation. Simply click the link in the description below. Now let's get back to the show.
1: I'm a big fan of short form video. So as long as you're comfortable and you don't have a fear of <laughs> recording yourself, which I think most of us are over by now, that you can do short video because there are nuances that come up in video, even if it's the pauses that people take or an inflection, the pace, all of this stuff. I think that there's a lot that emotion that comes out in video where you really get to know somebody versus the written word. And I like to mix these things up between text and video. It could be infographics. I'd want to see if I'm looking for a new home, right? And I'm looking for a new brokerage. I'd also want to see pictures of them at play. Is there, if that's important to them. So I'd want to give a full idea. Also, I'd want to make sure that every message you do isn't purely focused on the do, what we call the do phase. So there's see, think, and do. The do is by now, <laughs> just right. by now. Too many people tend to jump straight ahead to the due phase. We want to have them see who you are, really get to know you as a person and as a company, and then get them to really think about it. And that could be downloading case studies. It could be seeing other brokers. Maybe there are video testimonials or other things about how their lives have changed. Hey, I got to go to my kid's softball game. I wasn't able to do that before. I just want to really be able to understand more about the personality of the brokerage, then you can hop into the do and then it's a rinse and repeat <laughs> back to see think,
0: yeah. do. <clears throat> yeah, I and, love that. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there. I love no, that because <clears throat> you see so many times, Matt and I are always trying to simplify everything. Everything right. is the focus of simplification. And so right. I love that see, think, do, right? Because you can say all day long, just like we mentioned before, awareness, consideration, and decision. Yep and it makes people think one, one particular way, but that's so simplified. See, think, do that I'll cite you on it, but I'm definitely going to be using that in the future. Um,
1: (laughs) You're welcome to anything. It's public knowledge. Yeah, (laughs) definitely. I love it. And just rinse and repeat. Just keep going through that. And that is like one of the most common mistakes I see, no matter what type of business it is. They just want to hop straight into, do this, do that. And I don't know who you are. I, I don't have that trust factor. I don't, have any established credibility? Once I see all of that, how are you different? And then I would imagine just like when you're marketing a product, the riches are always in the niches, like really understand, is there a certain type of person you're looking for? Are you looking for the mom that's raised her kids that maybe is looking to get back into the game or somebody who's switching careers and then maybe really pursuing that by going after a very specific type of person?
0: Yeah, I like that a lot. Matt, there aren't any brokers that you ever talked to that go straight to the, to the do. Nobody calls and just says, you want to meet with me? Yeah. Like, so you Lisa's, ever hear that?
2: Talking, Lisa's talking and I'm writing a bunch of notes down. Hopefully <laughs> people listening are too. Let me tell you the one that so far has encapsulated all of this, that if I was a broker and I heard this would be the thing that stood out to me the most and how I need to act. This is not a flash sale. That is so stinking important. So good. The fact that it's B2B instead of B2C means that there is a longer conversation. There's a relationship that has to happen there. There there has to be some trust. This is not a one-time purchase. And then they're going to move on with their day. They're contemplating moving their business to your business as a broker. Stop treating that shit like a flash sale. I cannot tell you how incredible that is, Lisa. That is absolutely fantastic. Don't reach out to people and just say, hey, it's time for you to go ahead and move over here because I'm going to do this for you or do that for you. It's not a flash sale. Man, no, why, the heck,
1: why the heck should I? Like, it's just tell me, yeah, you got to go back a few steps.
2: Yeah, absolutely. That's so killer. But I, I wrote a whole bunch of other stuff down. But, we're, but of course, we'll have to have you back on the podcast to talk about this so that we don't drive off a four-hour clip here. But, uh, but, the, but absolutely, that is a, that's a huge takeaway. Here's the other thing that, that I heard that I'd like for you, Lisa, if you don't mind, to just dip, to dig into just a little bit. You talked about short-form video, if they're comfortable with that. And you talked a lot. Let me take a step back into a conversation you and I had offline. And then I'll bring it into this question for you. Okay. So I asked you about chat GPT because you can't go on social media without everybody and their brothers and chat GPT is all over the place and how it's going to change the world, especially marketing, right? Mm-hmm. So that's what you're, that's what you're hearing. And when you and I talked, you said, oh yes, it's absolutely present, but there's so much more to marketing than what is happening with what people think is going on. And that's part of the reason why we wanted to, to have you on here and You said uh, we talk about authenticity all the time. You said having the colors and the fonts match on the website who your target audience is and who you are. You know how big of a deal that is? I have a hard time believing at this point that Chat GPT is figuring that out. Okay. Maybe it is, but I have a very hard time believing that. And when you and I talked about it, Lisa, you were quick to point it out. It's not just about the copy. It is so much more about how the copy matches people. Okay, so you said that, which brings me to my which brings me to my question. Okay. My question is you talked about short-term video and it matching the people. Okay. How do how does a broker say, okay, this is who I think I am, this is who I think I want. How do they match the message between the two of those? How do they come up with a, with an idea or a plan or a theme? How do they make sure that's coming through on their video without giving on, going to a 12 hour thing? Or, Cause I know we could spend a lot of time on that, right? Yep. Or without giving away the secret sauce, making it seem like it's just like, there's nothing to it. Cause we all know that's not the case. Can you point us in the right direction of what they need to have in their, in their head on that
1: please? It, there's so many different elements. It could be, what are you wearing? Number one, are you wearing a tie? <laughs> dress pearls. So even thinking about that's your branding, you are your brand. And then I don't want to completely dismiss chat GPT. I think it's a good starting point. If you just want to type in there a few things, but ultimately whatever you do needs to reflect who you are. So a lot of people get on video and they get formal and it changes everything. I want to see the real raw you, especially now, like we have less human interaction. I want to really get to know who you are. So I say authenticity is incredibly important. As far as like coming up, what you're going to talk about, give it a shot. You can start in chat GPT, but it is so cold <laughs> to me is the best word I can think of. There's no human emotion. And <coughs> We talked about with video, right? Is it's helping me connect to you emotionally, which we need, whether we're buying a pair of shoes, there's still an emotional connection or we're a broker. There's still got to be an emotional connection. So I would make sure that you don't strip that out and that you try to be as authentic and genuine as you are. If you flub in a video, maybe keep it in and make a joke. Do you say, oh boy, I always mess up that word or whatever it is, just own it. We move on because that's somebody I'd be like, actually, I like him. That was really cool that he did that. That just told me everything about him. So it's a lot of times it's the mistakes you make in there that could be the turning point for somebody and actually set you apart from somebody else that you aren't afraid to own it.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. With that. That's always the best part. Yeah. yeah Matt, Matt I and on the podcast, you know, we yeah. say stuff all the time. We're like, yeah, <laughs> I, I said that completely wrong. And we, and we always leave it in because that's, that's just, that's just who we are. And that's what happens in life. The, pardon me. I love the focus on the authenticity, right? Mm -hmm. We always tell our brokers, be who you are, because too many times, especially on video, just like you said, Lisa, we try and be who we think they want. Yes. But anytime that you try and be something else, no one wants it. Yeah. Right. No, no one wants that person. And even if some, by some, some chance you actually trick that person into saying, yeah, I really like that. I really like whatever that is that I'm seeing. Yeah. As soon as they are in your brokerage for a week, they're going to be like, this is not what I signed up for. Yeah. And now all of a sudden everything loses its trust.
1: It's true. And one more quick thing is just also what's your background. Vary it up. Don't be sitting in this blank walled conference room. Like yeah. you might be in a playground with the kids, just a quick video there, or you're on the beach <laughs> or you're in the park or just vary it up. And what's in your background also is your branding. So just think yes. about it. And it could be like, we have just a Zoom background. Totally fine.
2: Yeah. Authenticity is the only you that is sustainable period. There's no yeah. other way. Look.
1: But, yep.
0: It's too exhausting to be someone else. You
1: mm-hmm. can't, It's not sustainable. It's just not sustainable. It's not going to last. And we've all, I think we've all had those jobs where you go in and you thought it was going to be this one thing and you're like, oh, it's not that at all. That was a mistake. And you're just going to lose people just warts and all, just to have it all hanging out and people can come in and they should know up front. This is who we are. Yeah.
0: We're all the lunch martinis.
1: I haven't found them yet.
0: (laughs) Exactly. I want to be super responsible.
1: Yeah.
2: You should get into real estate. They're everywhere. Yeah, breakfast Whoa. martinis,
0: <laughs> <Okay>. I-
1: <laughs> martinis,
0: and- <laughs> okay.
1: all right. I'll try that next.
0: <laughs> exactly. I want to be super respectful of your time, Lisa. I know you're. I know you're crazy busy, and I appreciate you coming on the show. Before I wrap it up and put a little bow on it, can you tell all of our listeners and just know everyone that you know if you're driving, don't get your pens out. Everything's going to be in, linked in the description below. But tell everyone, how do they get in touch with you? How do they connect with you? How do they learn more about what you do?
1: Yeah, I love to talk marketing. So anybody that just wants to chat a little bit and see if they're on the right path, you can go to my website. It's munjackmarketing.com. And then my email address is lisa at He's
0: easy, easy enough. Easy. Matt, do you have any points before I put a, put this bow on it?
2: I so much appreciate Lisa coming on been super helpful we'll have to have her we'll have to have her come on again for sure and enlighten mm-hmm. us more on, on the ins and outs of
0: marketing
1: I would love that thank you so much guys i really appreciate it
0: yeah absolutely guys wherever you're listening to this whether it be itunes spotify stitcher d's or any of those platforms make sure you hit that follow button if you're watching us on youtube what's up Make sure you hit that red subscribe button, that red bell beside of it. You get notified every time we drop a new episode. There's no better time than the present than to go to brokerpreneurpodcast.com. Check out all the cool stuff that we have there for your brokerage, no matter what stage or phase of the business you're in. We always have some free goodies there that you can just go and grab, whether it be the appointment setting playbook, registering for Brokerpreneur Not-So-Secret Society, or even some. sometimes we throw our world-famous recruiting letters playbook. And so we would love for you guys to just take advantage of that. It's absolutely free. And, uh, and Matt, we bring yep. on amazing guests, just like Lisa, every single time for one reason and one reason alone and tell everybody why that is. Man, we just want to be part of your win.
2: Thanks, guys. Yes.